Hello everyone. Today we are chatting to the fourth one breakfast team from Boogie in the Morning, Boogie, Arlene and Marty. So I'm really excited for this interview today because I am personally a massive fan of the trio we're chatting to. From Fourth One's Breakfast Show, number one breakfast show across Edinburgh, the Lothians and Fife, they cheer us up every weekday from six till 10, winner of countless awards, including the 2020 Audio and Radio Industry Gold Award for Best Local Radio Show from Boogie in the Morning, Boogie, Arlene and Marty, Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. We're great. Thank you so much for having us on your podcast. We're excited to be here. I don't think you were describing us there. <laughs> this is actually a bit of a yeah, fangirl moment for me. I'm massive fans of the show, so I'm so excited you could spare the time, especially since you've literally just finished the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. And um, we we finish at ten o'clock in the morning, so our days are not hard. It's like we've we've got, we've still got like fourteen hours of the day to fill with with whatever so it's all good um so i'll fire in with the first question you are from all over the place really boogie you're a hoyek lad arlene you're from aberdeen and marty you're a midlothian person growing up did you get to explore a lot of scotland on holidays and things like that as a kid who wants to go first um i'll go first actually i grew up in hoyk and there's an old saying in hoyk saying a day at hoyk's a day wasted and um, there's a lot of truth in that. Um, no, we um, we didn't travel a lot around Scotland when I was a kid. Um, my dad worked in, in sales and he travelled about a lot with his job. You know, he drove about um, a lot of England and, uh, and down south. So when it came to holiday time, he didn't really fancy just driving about a lot. Do you know what I mean? It was like that was been a busman's holiday for him. Um, I used to spend quite a bit of time in Edinburgh because we could, we could get to Edinburgh fairly easily on the bus. And we used to come up, um, especially when we were a teenager, we used to come up, you know, on our own in the bus and just wander back and forward along Princess Street. Um, but uh, spent a bit of time sort of up the East Coast, maybe up to St Andrews and up Fife, up towards Aviemore as a kid. But not a lot. I've done a lot more travelling in Scotland as an adult than I did when I was a kid. See, I wondered if, because obviously when you were younger, I don't know if you, I don't know if you mentioned this a lot, but you were a BMX champion, weren't you? I wondered if <laughs> well, that was, no, you come to was it. taking you round Scotland. <laughs> <as well. laughs> um, well, yeah, actually, um, I did travel a fair bit um, when I did my BMX. I used to be in the the sort of Scottish series, if you like. Um, I mean, anybody could enter. It wasn't that it was particularly special. Um, and um, yeah, we used to we used to go to meetings in um, in Glenrothes. There was one in Bathgate as well. Dander Hall had its own track, um, and we'd sort of go on a Sunday morning. You all pack up, and we'd get a sort of trailer with all the bikes on it, and sort of five or six mums or dads would drive the cars up, and uh, we'd have the day racing, and then and then go back to Hoy. Arlene, well, um, as, a, as I wasn't a BMX champion uh sadly i find that um, hard to believe actually although a, i did have a, a reputation but as a child obviously aberdeen i was just on the outskirts of aberdeen my family were sort of from farming stock so i did spend a great deal of time in the country and i think when when i was growing up i was born in 1967 yes i know i don't look it <laughs> but um in those days my parents i know didn't have an awful lot of money so there was no question about touring abroad or anything um and there are so many amazing places to visit in scotland so what did my parents do they shoved us all in a car in a morris minor and drove us to devon yeah oh, there's a drive yeah. 
Why? It's ridiculous <laughs> when you look back now. There's so many amazing places to visit. But we, we we're did... not stopping for a pee anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we used to lie on mattresses above the gas bottles. That's how safe the journey was. Just crazy. But we also did go to other places like Arran, for example, is one of my favourite places because of an amazing holiday in July 1979. And uh, I was 12 years old. We went to Arran and it was just the most remarkable holiday. And I know this because I have photographic evidence and in every single photo, I'm smiling. So Arran on the west coast of Scotland is such a special place for me. And it's uh, one of those places you have to visit. You have to. In fact, it's actually a place I've not actually been to myself. What? So you need to go there. It's one of the things with the channel. Obviously, I'm talking about all of Scotland, mostly Edinburgh, all of Scotland, and then half the time, like you know what, I need to get up. I've totally admitted it. I need to get up north more. Cause get out of your bedroom and go and visit places. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> what about you, Marty? Well, my mum, mum's got quite a large family, so she's one of nine, and they're sort of spread out across the southeast of Scotland, sort of from from Stirling right the way down to uh, to Grant's house down in the borders. So my my summer and kind of any holidays in Scotland always involved going to see uh, a relative. So yeah, right the way round East Lothian, West Lothian, Edinburgh down the the, the coast, uh, the North Sea down into to Berwick where we kind of went for all our day trips and all our family holidays and everything like that. Uh, and mom and dad, they actually met at a place called Pease Bay Caravan Site. Been there is, myself, uh, it's great. Yeah, that's that's where they met um, back in the, the early 80s. And that's always a, a, a treasured spot for us. We would go we would go there every summer almost. Um, and mom and dad would, would just share the... Pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> So, so now I know where you never... came from. It was a caravan, Pease Bay, wasn't it? That fateful night. I mean, that was a, that was a well-spent weekend, wasn't it? <laughs> you should get in contact with them, Marty, and see if they'll put a plaque somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Marty was conceived behind this bus. No. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to sort of the local area, I mean, you guys obviously are reporting about all Edinburgh, Lothians and Fife. Uh, and when you head out somewhere, is there anywhere that you get when you find out that you're going somewhere that you go, oh, great, we're going to go to there today or we're going to go to here today. Have you got a favourite spot to visit sort of locally? Um, yeah, I like to go down to uh, East Lothian, just um, down towards uh, Dunbar. Um, the beach down there, is it, what's it, I can never remember the name of it, Yellow Craigs, is it Yellow Craigs? Yellow Craigs, yeah, yeah. that's in sort of I always, for room. some reason, always think of Yogi Bear, like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Yellow Craigs, um, <laughs> down there, this, the um, the beach down there is absolutely mm. unbelievable, I mean, if you're on the beach there, you could easily be, um, you know, like in the Caribbean or somewhere, it's absolutely beautiful, the water is lovely, of course, it's not as warm as the Caribbean, but, um, you know, you get all uh, sort of get a big coat on and get rugged up and then off you go down with the family we take the dogs down there and um the, you can walk for miles and it's there's so much space it's great yeah yeah for me it's east Lothian as well actually i mean i love perthshire there's loads of beautiful areas of fife um you know heading down to the borders is perfect but if i go to east Lothian, it's a beach called sea Cl i actually shouldn't be telling you this actually because now lots of people are going to go. But Seacliff Beach, and it's quite difficult to find, that's the thing. And I can't even go into describing it for you, but it was sort of the back road from Dunbar to North Berwick. But if you get into Seacliff, it's fabulous, because you've got 
the Bass Rock slap bang right in the middle of your view when you walk onto the beach. And it's a beach that no visitors really go to. It's just locals who know about it. And you've got Tantallon Castle on the ruins of that one side. And you've got this incredible harbour, the smallest in Scotland, which was cut into the rocks by the previous owner who died in his own house in a fire. I mean, it's like something out of a thriller, this, this story, but it's a fabulous place to go. And it's just utterly gorgeous. And every time I go there, I feel like I'm on holiday. Nice. Marty? Well, uh, at the moment, my in-laws, they stay at Loch Lomond. So uh, over the last couple of years, I've spent a lot of time traveling over to Loch Lomond and exploring everything uh, around there. Um, they've got a boat as well, so we've been out on the water a few times. Um, but yeah, you don't do boats very well, Marty. You always get seasick. No, I don't. I get seasick, yeah. So <laughs> they haven't ended well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're exploring, yeah, all kind of down the west coast. There's lots of uh, great hill walks and things to see uh, down there at Loch Lomond as well. So you guys have interviewed literally some of the biggest names in the world, really, when it comes to the show. Has any of them sort of ever asked for any random recommendations, places to go, restaurants, stuff like that? Um, well, I interviewed um, Justin Timberlake. <coughs> Let me just drop that <laughs> drop name. Drop that name right there. <laughs> um, and uh, Justin Timberlake is actually a massive uh, golf fan. He loves golf. So um, when I interviewed him, um, actually, he had a raging hangover. So we flew, this was before Arlene's time on the show, and I flew down to London. Um, to interview Justin Timberlake, and he was really massive at the time. Um, and um, he, yeah, he came in, and he was had a stinking hangover. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon, and he'd been partying the night before. And then I said, oh, I've just flown down from Scotland and stuff. And he's like, he, he'd been there for the MTV Awards uh, when they were in Edinburgh. And he's like, oh, yeah, i got to spend more time in Scotland. Where would you recommend? And I was like, well, you know, golf, you've got to go up um, – Fife, you got to go up to um, St Andrews and Kings Barnes and places like that, and even further north up um, towards Arlene's neck of the woods, uh, there's loads of amazing golf courses up in Aberdeenshire and stuff. So uh, yeah, he one was quite controversial taken. one that's owned oh, by aye, we will mention that a particular one. person. <laughs> aye, but um, all the other ones are good as well, and um, and so Justin Timberlake was quite keen to to do that. Yeah, um, I I don't think I don't think anybody's really recommend. Has asked me for any kind of recommendations. I mean, you did you not famously, you know, convince Robbie Williams to play Murrayfield? Um, oh, you did actually. You did. You did. You did. He was going to play at Hamden. You said no, come to Murrayfield, and then two years later, he did. That's right. That's because I have featured in his his book twice. So you did. So you I did. Arlene was in Robbie Williams' Named. autobiography. Named not twice. For, yeah. Not for very good reasons, to be perfectly honest. I think I sort of talked no. to him about you know being a party animal when he's been teetotal for seven years. So that was quite embarrassing. Anyway, um, so yes, he 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 performed at Murrayfield. So yes, I will take claim to that. Thank you for reminding we me. We also we also I've just remembered we took Danny from the script, uh, Danny O'Donoghue. We took him for a, a deep fried Mars bar. Deep fried Mars bar. Yeah, uh, he liked it. He loved it. He'd never mm-hmm. tried. I'd never tried it before, but we got one. We shared it. I was not going to buy two. That would have been a waste <laughs> of money. Um, but we um, we went half on this uh, deep fried Mars bar, and it was actually really really nice. It's yeah. better Don't than you think, isn't you it? I actually only had my first one a few weeks ago because obviously during lockdown, it's been hard to get out and explore and keep the channel going. So I was trying Scottish recipes and I made a deep fried Mars bar at home and I was really surprised. Yeah, it's quite really nice. nice. Really nice. Yeah, it's got nice. ice cream in it. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good. You know, I've um, never had one. Never had one. I'm surprised, Marty. 
As somebody who has conceived in PSB, I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> when you've got Picanto Disco, Disco Chippy right around the corner as well. I know, it's studio. just right next to the yeah, I know. But, I, but during lockdown, it's been funny because I, I um, have been in a very lucky position as well as sort of still coming into work, business as usual. I've also, um, well, we, we sort of stopped for a little bit, but I'm now back filming for Landward. So as long as I'm traveling within a sort of an hour and a half of, of where I'm living, then I can still go and film with a, with a cameraman as long as we're socially distanced and all of that. So that show's kind of given me the chance to still explore Scotland when everybody else is, is stuck at home. But it's been nice because um, the viewing figures for Landward have actually gone through the roof because I think for that very reason, people can't get out and they still want to see the amazing country we live in. So they've been tuning in, which is just really, really good. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully that will continue throughout the year. and We'll get slightly further and further afield. That's my hope anyway. So uh, a lot of the people that watch the channel, they're, they're, they're from all over uh, the world really, a lot of Australians, a lot of Americans, a lot of uh, Canadians, you know, people with heritage and things like that, and they are constantly asking me for top tips. Mm. And I'm running out, so I'm hoping that you guys have got top tips for if you're going to come and visit. Uh, okay, Boogsy start. Oh, wow. Uh, bring a cagoule um, yeah. if you're coming in the in the summer months. Um, the, the, the West Coast is... Um, so beautiful. I mean, you know, the East, I've spent most of my, my life in the east coast of Scotland, um, Hoyt, Edinburgh, Aberdeen. But if you go west and go north of Glasgow, I mean, it, it, you can barely describe how beautiful it is. There's a place called the Rest and Be Thankful, which is on the road up to Oban, um, sort of between Loch Lomond and Oban on the road there. And, um, you know, you get up the, to the top there in the car and there's a, a car park and you start and you look back and it's just like, it's like something out of, Skyfall or you know one of the Bond films it just it's it's just amazing and mm -hmm. um I, I, I want to spend some more time up the west coast so I would say you know tourists tend to come to Edinburgh don't they um Edinburgh maybe Inverness um or the Highlands but go up the up the west coast is like amazing mm -hmm. once you get up to the Isle of Skye and things like that it, it's just stunning it really is mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, the Coolins and everything. But I think if you even go further north, you know, sort of northwest Scotland, you get a microclimate up there. So you are more likely to get warmer and drier weather the further northwest you go. And it becomes really dramatic. And it is something like, a, um, you know, a Lord of the Rings or something is really impressive, dramatic. You'll never see that really anywhere else. And if you can get that milder climate, then that's quite good. Isn't um, Balmoral the warmest place in Britain? Or yes, something? It's that's why, it's still that's why Balmoral is there. That's why they built it there. Yeah. Yeah. You think, why does the Queen go up to Scotland in the middle of summer? Because it's really nice. The weather's yeah. really nice. And it's, it's like, yeah, it's not bad. Certainly the warmest part of Scotland, anyway. It's yeah. way warmer than it is um, in the central belt. For me, it would have to be doing the islands, I think, because there's so many islands that I haven't managed to visit yet. Even sort of Harris and Barra and Lewis, and I've, I've not been, and it's on my to-do list, definitely. But visiting Orkney, it's got such fascinating history and incredible sort of architecture and archaeological sort of places to visit. Um, there's so much interest there. Taking the ferry can be a bit of a challenge. You've got to pick a good day. 
Otherwise, you are likely to see your lunch on a number of occasions. Um, but it is a beautiful place to visit. And I, I think anywhere in Scotland. You know, it's funny. I mean, if you're a fan of Outlander, and I know a lot of people are, we had visitors from France, Monique and her daughter. And um, they are massive. Well, she is um, a massive fan of Outlander. And she'd chosen her route from filming locations. And they are all amazing. So, I mean, if all else fails, watch Outlander, find out where it's filmed, and go visit it. They're back to Edinburgh there again, though, because they're always here, aren't they? Yeah, 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 they are. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, just to finish off, it, this is where it gets difficult, I warn you. Um, I don't like to call them um, sort of speed round, but they're difficult choice questions. Oh, right. Shortbread or okay. tablet? Sorry, say that again. Shortbread or tablet? Shortbread. Tablet. Boogie, you're the deciding vote. Oh, is he froze? Are you there, Boogs? <laughs> that that, question, on, that question obviously broke him there. <laughs> um, are the haggis, neeps and tatties or mints and tatties? Haggis, neeps and tatties. Straight in there. No hesitation. Yeah, yeah haggis, haggis neeps and tatties for me, yeah. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people, it's a nostalgic one for that one, really, mm. isn't it? Like, your mum always <laughs> makes a bra high. Uh, well, my granny used to make them the most amazing mince, um, mince and tatties, and she used to put a, a mealy pudding in there as well, which was just amazing. But What's I that? think if I... What, a mealy pudding, pudding is, it's, it's sort of it's a white pudding. You get them in chippies up here, but it's sort okay. of oatmeal and oil and onions, essentially. It's not healthy, but it's good. It sounds healthy. I've never heard of it before, actually. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Mealy pudding. Nice. Now, see, this this one is controversial because obviously you guys are from all over the place. When it comes to a chippy, ketchup or chippy sauce? <gasps> oh. Now, see, that's <laughs> the, difficult because I'm from Aberdeen, so you don't get chippy sauce in Aberdeen. So, it's a real um, East Coast, it's a real sort of Central East Coast yeah. chippy sauce, mm-hmm. isn't it? So it would have been salt and vinegar in Aberdeen, but then I married somebody from Edinburgh and I was sort of um, persuaded to try the chippy sauce, which I now quite like, but I think I'm back to salt, a little bit of vinegar and mayonnaise. I, I, I mean, I love chippy sauce, but I, I like a bit of mayonnaise in my chips, mm, I do. Yeah. I, think, I, I think if we were in America, we would throw things at us, but yeah. What about you, Marty? Uh, for me, it's ketchup. I love, I love salt and ketchup on my, on my chips. Yeah, I've never, I've never been a fan of of vinegar in the, the amount of vinegar in the brown sauce. It's just never, never appealed to me. So yeah, ketchup. Uh, or if I'm, if I'm stumbling home from a night out, sometimes gravy. Oh no, oh, that's just so wrong. <laughs> I think we're going a bit northern now. Really, oh, there we go. The man has returned. Is he back, is he? I think he does. I'm letting him in, so he should be back in a second. There he is. There we go. Hello. Sorry, my Wi-Fi just crashed in the house. I'm now doing it via my phone. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I'm going to catch you up, because if you don't mind, because I'm, I'm interested in your, your answers here. Shortbread or tablet? You were the deciding for this one. Oh, tablet. Yeah? Yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah. Pure sugar. sugar. Rush, Pure sugar, absolutely. <laughs> Haggis, neeps and tatties or mints and tatties? Oh, haggis, neeps and tatties every day of the week. Yeah? Yeah. 
We were saying that mince and tatties is quite nostalgic, though, when it comes to... Yeah, I mean, we used to have mince and tatties, I think, every Tuesday. That was our Tuesday dinner when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's something really great about mince and tatties, isn't there? It's just a... It's comforting. Dirty and comforting. But it oh, has to be haggis every time. It's way more flavoursome. Uh, on your chippy ketchup or chippy sauce? Oh, chippy sauce. Nobody ketchup on nothing ever. Ketchup is horrible. <laughs> I went, oh, I can't even touch it. You know, if somebody's put it on a plate and you have to clean the plate, the dishes. No, no, no. I want ketchup. Oh, no, it's horrible. It's the devil's spawn. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Brown sauce, chippy sauce every time. I'm, I'd have to say I'm kind of sad now. Heinz have came up with a thing where it's ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together in a bottle, and I've fallen in love with it. Oh, no, really? No, I might no. have to try it. Go to your room, or no, that's <laughs> awful. Okay, you're all back in the game. Uh, Tunnock's tea cakes or caramel wafers? Caramel wafer. Caramel wafer. Caramel wafers. Yeah. Oh, out, out, out and out winner there with that one. Yeah, I'm looking at marshmallow. It sticks to the roof of your mouth. <laughs> Mm. Iron Brew or whiskey? <gasps> oh, now. Iron Brew. I don't do either. Isn't it funny? If you, you're Scottish and you say you don't love whiskey, people think you're being unpatriotic. Mm. And it's like, it's a really difficult drink to get into. And I'm like getting on a fair bit now I'm in my 40s, right? And oh, only I... now, just, I'm still in my 40s, unlike some folk. Um, <laughs> only now. <laughs> Am I starting to get into um, whiskey? You know, Scotch whiskey. I like Jack Daniels and bourbons and stuff. Have done for many years, but Scotch whiskey is slightly different. And it, it, it's as you get older, your tastes develop. And I'm start. I could enjoy a whiskey now um, for the first time ever. But if you if you oh, if you don't like Bell's <laughs> white with white with white Mackay, there's something wrong with you. You're no Scottish. Go back to England. <laughs> I'm yeah. host. And I, I have tried. I have tried to like whiskey. I've, I've persevered. Still not happening. And iron brew or any fizzy juice, for that matter, is good for clearing your drains. Oh, controversial! Don't right, like Arlene. <laughs> no holds barred here, really, is it? <laughs> it's funny. I'm the same as you, though. Big. I've only just recently been getting into whiskey because I used to host. A Scottish show at uh, the Jam House, just along the road from you guys, and it was a lot. Again, it's a lot of American tourists and everything like that, and they're always coming and going. What's the, what's the best scotch to try? And I had no idea. I just asked the bar, and they tell me the most expensive one. And I'd say, <laughs> "Yep, that's the one. That's the one you have to go and try." Um, square sausage or black pudding? Black pudding. Oh, can I have both on the same roll? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, both, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll second that. I'll have a double <laughs> If you're twisting my hand, though, it has to be a square sausage. There's only two left, and then I will let you all get back to your normal Can I just lives. talk about Lauren Sausage for a wee second? I've never really been a fan, but I got excited when I found that Mackey's crisps are bringing out a Lauren Sausage flavour. Thought well, I'll give that a go. You know, the Mackey's Haggis crisps are lovely. They, they are, are nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Lucas or, Lucas or Dorolo? Lucas. 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 And no one. It, it's been an outright winner every time <laughs> I've asked. There's something special about Lucas, isn't there? There's nothing wrong with Dorolos either, but Lucas is it's like yeah. Champions League ice cream, isn't it? I'm filming there tomorrow <laughs> in Musselburgh, incidentally, no doing way. a thing on ice cream. Yeah. How Bring weird us one is back. that? Hey? Can we come with you? No. <laughs> 
chatting to Gordon Kennedy uh, a few days ago, and he lives down south now, and I asked him the same question, and he got really upset because he was like, I'm 400 miles away, we're in lockdown, and now I can't get Lucas ice cream, and you've reminded me of the taste. Oh, he was not a happy laugh. Thanks a lot, eh? Sorry, Gordon. <laughs> I'll go in there tomorrow. I'll tell him to send you some. <laughs> Uh, last but not least, and uh, Biggie, this is probably one that's close to your heart, Greg's sausage roll or Greg's um, macaroni pie? Well, Greg's well, they, don't make macaroni pies anymore. They don't make macaroni anymore. pies anymore. Do they not? No, they Get stopped the program, doing them. no. Oh, ages ago, yeah. like three or four years ago, they stopped doing the macaroni pie. Yeah. Um, so when you go there now, you have to just have one of everything else, um, <laughs> which is a real pain. Although, um, Scott made, um, Stephen's Bakery at Scott made, um, who yeah. are almost maybe even better than Greg's. I mean, they're like they're like neck and neck, but they do um, they do a macaroni pie still at Stevens Bakery, which is court. nice. But the um, best one is it's the steak and haggis pie. Oh my god, you've never oh, tasted anything like die it. For. It is amazing. I mean, if Greg's oh, put that on, so Greg's good. that's the only thing that keeps Stevens. I would say slightly ahead of Greg's is that pie mm-hmm. is unbeatable. It's unbeatable. Yeah. Really? It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like a sausage roll. I, I do. <laughs> we dared. <laughs> Guys, this has been absolutely brilliant, especially since you've just, you know, just finished work. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so, so, so much. You're very welcome. Best You're welcome. Uh, with the YouTube yeah. channel. Hope all goes well. Come visit Scotland. We're all really nice, except Marty. Oh. What? The nicest the three of you. <laughs> he really is, actually. That's, that's undeniable. Yeah, he is. I'm kidding. It's boogie. <laughs> Guys, keep yourself safe and healthy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. So there you have it, guys. The Boogie in the Morning Breakfast team. I hope you've enjoyed that. They are genuinely three of the nicest people I've chatted to. That was so much fun. Uh, I'm sorry that Marty's sound seemed to be a little bit crackly there. I'm not sure what was the cause of that. Um, um, but again technical things that are way above my head. But thank you to the three of them for literally coming straight on after finishing the breakfast show in the morning like it was they were on from six till ten and then at two minutes past ten they were chatting to me so it's it really was so kind of them to share their time right after finishing work if you haven't already please remember to hit subscribe hit that like button and leave a comment and also if you have any suggestions of people that i might be able to reach out to to come on and do an interview on scottish memories all suggestions and help getting people to agree to come on is greatly appreciated. But keep yourself safe out there. Until next time, bye humans. Mm-hmm.